Hello, Miss Agnes. Hello. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? Good. I was just checking to see if anybody told me they weren't going to be able to come. Okay. I think Sophie's yeah. not going to be here. So currently. Okay. And then we'll see. Can you hear okay. me okay? Yes. Yes, I can hear you very well. Yeah. How's things going for Miss Sophie? I was called Sophie. Uh, okay, I will just like do very quick. I was again grocery day. <laughs> I do grocery. Um, I would just the house and then I can like keep this going. Uh, I think I am still going through a weird uh, time with my life. Uh, Nothing was sold from my collection again on my website. And I think it is, it is, that's like putting me down because I know everything. I know that it's good to have some extra art too. I know that I didn't have enough available canvases. That's true too. I know that it takes time. Okay. <laughs> But okay, at the same Agnes, time, it I'm is having still... a little bit of a hard time understanding everything you're saying. Maybe we go back to the video off. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you okay. said you're going now better? through. It, it seems better. Um, you're going through a weird time. Did you say nothing from your collection sold? Is that what you said? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, yes, again and, and again. So, because this is another. That, yeah. um, I'm just recapping what I heard so you know. Yeah. That you know is good to have that extra inventory. And yeah. what was the second thing you said? Uh, that I know that, you know, selling takes time. And oh, you know, okay. it's going like a roller coaster. Now it mm. should be better. I am like done with bringing the groceries inside the house and I don't have to take care of them now. Uh, so it's fine. Uh, so, you know, I, I understand everything, but at the same time, it is really hard for me to go on and to produce knowing that, uh, you know, this is another collection that it's not going well, even though I believe that it's pretty good. And I heard a lot of like, good compliments about it and everything, but it's super demotivating. And I feel like that nothing is actually working from what I am doing. I still very much struggle with exposure. Um, and, you know, we are, I am in the art groups. I hear the people and, you know, I don't have those connections, okay? And mm -hmm. like connections, it means like that, you know, uh, colleagues from work, someone in the business, someone others. And, you know, because a lot of people get, they are, are becoming successful because they have connections and it, it's helping them to start up and it, it is giving them the power to go. Uh, which is so important and I don't have that and I still don't have that and it is very very frustrating and demotivating okay. for me yeah. yeah so one I'm, I'm this not is, gonna this disagree is not... that connections are yeah. important they absolutely are and you know that I believe that so yeah. 
just out of curiosity, when you are saying, and also I'm looking at your website and it looks like you sold two of them. From the new collection? Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, that will be- The mini flowers? Is that what no, we're looking at? No, different, I, different new collection? Yes, it's a collection of the cannabises. The recent one, it's going, it's, it is, it's a rest collection and it's written new. So it's a okay. big collection on, yeah, all the cannabises, yeah. Okay, so, sorry, backtracking. Um, yeah, no worries. When yeah. you say, I see all these other people, other artists, and they have connections, and that's what's helping them propel forward. Talk to me more specifically about that. What do you, what kind of connection do you see them having and how is that helping them propel forward yeah um so uh, a lot of them they have they are from the usa and most of them they live in the place they were born so they have a lot of like friends friends of the parents uh, they they are different ages so some of them they have been working for many years here in the totally different uh, industry and they uh, like for example, marketing, and they have a lot of friends from the from the work, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and you know they they know the local um, opportunities. They have been doing different like charities together. They have been doing like open houses. They have a lot of like small contacts that they are making a huge difference because suddenly someone will reach to you and said, oh, we have been friends for such a long time. Can we do the art exchange? I can do your hair and you can like, you know, give me some discount of your art. And I will really love that. And it is so hard for me because I don't have like 10 or 20 years friendship with anyone. And I am really trying to make connection. It's not that I am sitting and like crying, oh, I don't have any connection. It's not like that. I am really trying. I am like open to the people and talking, but you know. Uh, so this is just the one thing. And another, they are very involved in the churches. And you know, so the churches, they have huge community there. And it is also like, a, you know, um, the book of the new opportunities because someone knows someone, someone likes something, then they will invite, involve them. They will invite them to exhibitions, to the pop-up shops, to the, and so on, okay? So it is, and some of them, of course, they are um, looking for the opportunities by themselves, uh, which is like uh, reaching out to the different platforms, um, to the different communities. Um, and, you know, and they are a part of them and they are working together, which is also something that I can explore because, you know, no one is like forbidding it to me. Uh, so I feel like, I don't know, but it is always so hard <laughs> and I, I I am not afraid of working hard I am not but, but okay, so it is, Agnes tell me yeah. what is your version of that you were just describing for example the church and how that creates a lot of opportunities because yeah. it's such a big community what's Agnes's version of the church uh, you know, we go to the church, but we don't feel it. I feel like I don't want to offend anyone, but in my standard, it's very fanatic. 
and mm. it is way too much compared to what I was like growing up with and you know with even my international experience I experienced it like here the long conversations I don't want to absolutely take off anyone's time but it feels too much for me too much it is not the level that we used to it and we are trying and we will talk to the people but I don't feel like I belong totally you know and I don't want to do it anything just to okay I will get connection maybe because of my business that will not be me it will be not be like you know um vulnerable and it will be wrong so I yeah, yeah. no I, I agree mm -hmm. with you so you live in Houston right no, we live in Katy, which is like 20 Katie. minutes drive from Houston. Yeah. Okay. So, mm -hmm. but Katy's still pretty big. Yes, it is. Yeah. There, mm -hmm. There is surely a church that you would feel at least more at home in. If Not you really because. If the time to hop. No, we have two churches, Catholic churches, because we, we grow up Catholic, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's just like a part of, <laughs> I don't necessarily like the uh, institution of the church, you know, it's like believing it's different thing for me. Uh, but we have been there. We have been there. We, we have been here for nine years. So we know <laughs> the places and we tried and we go, we talk to the people, but I don't feel I can connect in that level, yeah. you know? Yes. So okay. this is just, so a, it's just not that I will, yeah. Mm -hmm. All so, the church yeah. boxes are checked. So that's not yes. the thing. Yeah. So what would be the thing? I think the only thing that uh, it's like, it is maybe something to try to explore more, like locally. We have this like Katie Woman in Business new group online, which is they are meeting like every um, month or so. Um, I think in different location and I uh, was like I am trying to talk to them so I get a contact like we met we have been talking because I they have been doing something different before and I did the market with them so they know me because I was the only artist and they like they gave me a lot of compliments also so but I don't know if they but okay they gave me a lot of compliments and uh, so I was trying to talk to them and email them but I don't know, they were just busy. Maybe they have list of the people waiting to be future. And, you know, they are focusing on bigger fishes or, or the people that they know because they are growing business. So they need maybe more like the people that are already very established or maybe they are friends or something like that. Because I know that they are also focusing on friends because, you know, they have been in different groups before and I always see them together. But this is something that I would like to explore. And I found another group, uh, which is like, um, they rent, uh, they have beautiful like event place rental. Uh, and they organize a lot of events like birthday parties and different. So I reach out to them and they reach back to me. And they were interested in working with me, which I was like telling them that we can maybe collaborate because I cannot rent a uh, place for $200 per hour if I don't have any people to mm -hmm. bring, especially if it's like a minimum three hours to rent. So, you know, you have to have and the place, you know, it, it is huge place that will probably accommodate about at least 200 people. So I will feel very silly having two people coming there or three, okay? Sure. Uh, like my friends, just like the crowds, not the buyers, okay? 
So I think like this is not like, but to collaborate with them because they are organizing like birthday party, and I will be fine like coming and teaching during the birthday party or like they are doing like, let's say, um, fashion exhibition and we could do it fashion together with art or oh, that could be fine too okay because they have totally empty walls so i can use my art as a you know decoration for the event or something like that yeah yes and what i'm trying to decipher here is is it really that you are not growing your network let me, let me backtrack. It sounds like you are growing your network. It's just not, um, the, the 20 years isn't materializing in six months and that's what you're wanting to happen. Is that what's happening? And not even that, it's just that I feel like I am continue to do the stuff that it's maybe not correct for me and for my art, because I don't know if my art is actually good for local people. So maybe I should, I feel like sometimes I feel like I should maybe reach different uh, public and different, somehow different places because I feel my art, it's very, it is very modern and minimalistic and very contemporary. So it will not fit in very like heavy Texas style when they like the, you know, super realism or like they love to have like a pictures of the horses or animals on the walls. So, you know, um, so I don't know if this is the right market. I feel sometimes that I am like fighting with something that it's not for me. And I am using a lot of, of my energy and, you know, time to make it work. And it is maybe not working. I don't know. So like the, the majority the, of your sales. They're not in Texas. Are not in Texas. No, I'm not in Texas. A lot of stuff like, okay, I have some people in Houston. But um, most of the people are uh, Georgia, actually, uh, Atlanta, uh, like part of New York, and you know, like um, like Boston, New York. Um, is it what because is you have a lot of connections in Atlanta? Not really. Um, Atlanta, I don't know because I just like I know Daisy and I know Emily from there. Mm -hmm. But I think it's like randomly, like people are probably like finding me on Instagram, I guess. Yes, and some in Tennessee, some people, but they are not related random. to anyone. I think it, I don't know. I, I might be wrong, but my guess yeah. would be that um, either they have found you through Daisy or Emily somehow. Like maybe they've. Yes, like with the classes, time. definitely, because they saw, they like, they did. They took some classes with Emily and somehow um, maybe Emily commented on my post or something. And yeah. I don't know, they somehow saw me because we are friends. So maybe, I don't know how it's actually working with the algorithm those, those days, but they saw it and they like, because one lady, she said that, you know, I just took the class with Emily and then I saw in like suddenly your class and I thought that this is so great for me. It, yeah. it is such a good fit. So the, with the classes, yes with have, the have clients art clients not necessary because some of the people they find me through something else but it just happened that they live there you know yeah have yeah. you ever mm -hmm. um talked to someone about me 
about you? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, always on my groups. Mm -hmm. Well, and I just want to like use that as a mental example. Like we don't always know how the connection comes back to us. Like if mm -hmm. you had talked to someone about me and they started following me on Instagram, it would feel random to me. Yeah. Like they just randomly found me, but it's not. Yeah. It's not random at all. No, yeah, I know. And it's Daisy because I think she saw you on the, the aunt's class and then I was working with you already. So I remember that I sent them a follow about our collaborations and how we work together and, you know, so yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm trying to figure out the best way to help you today. And my thought is either <clears throat> we can come up with a couple of places that I don't want you to give up on local. I don't think that everyone in Texas loves Texas style. I've lived there before. I don't like Texas style. No, no, I don't believe that too. But it's just harder, I think to find around people. And I am still experimenting with markets, so like art markets. Right. So I have one in two weeks and this is going to be in the Houston Heights. So a little bit like different again, like neighborhood. So let's see, I will tell you like in two weeks how it was. So yeah, I don't know. I am just exploring, yeah. Actually, I don't, I don't want to try to leave you. I want to ask you what would be the most useful thing for me to give you today? Or do you not? Uh, this is a good question because I don't know. <laughs> and I don't know. Like, I don't know. I think like I have, I have tried so much. So I don't know. You know, if I will, like, <laughs> I will do, I will probably already texted you. <laughs> I actually, yes. I really think that if we can get, get the mental piece of this right, that it would feel better because I know that you are putting in the work. I think you have a pretty good idea of what that work is and how to do it. I think you just are not seeing the results. Is that Yeah, but, right? but I think it will be, I don't know any artist that will tell you, oh, that's okay. It's just like a third collection that it's not selling, but I'm so okay with it, you know? Sure. I, I think no one will do that, okay? So, because we are human beings and it is about the money, but it's also about the motivation and feeling seen and appreciated. And, you know, the motivation, it's not that I am expecting to sell all of, like all my collection or half of it, but like, you know, few pieces, I will have a hope for it, okay? I wanna be a realist, but, uh, you know, but, it is super like depressing actually, to be honest with you, because, okay, I have so many ideas and I can like, I am enjoying painting. And I will never like give up on making art, but you know, I felt like I can give up on selling because it is frustrating and it will, it will also um, it, like, you know, take away the joy of making, you know? I was actually somewhere else. I was thinking about the, the seeing that you are building your connection list, like that mental piece of it. And, but you totally yeah. flipped back to the beginning of the conversation, which 
I think maybe we just went down a little rabbit hole, which was not the real thing. The real thing was I didn't sell any. I want to sell some. Why didn't it work? It's frustrating. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I, but because I think like everything actually goes together because I it somehow does. believe that if I will have more exposure, it will be easier for me maybe to, you know, to be seen and yeah. to find the right place to expose my art. If this is, you know, I don't know if it doesn't make sense, but I kind right, of, let's talk, I kind let's of talk like strategy. Believe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or numbers, data. What did you do? How did you promote? Uh, the collection I have done, uh, so yeah, I have been like doing reels and talking about it and hold on, hold stories, of course. All the... specific. I've yeah. done three reels. Oh, I've I have done... done many because during whole collection, I was like doing, I did like different one, you know. I have done the educational one that you can like learn something, you can see my process and on the back scene. I have done like the thing that you can actually uh, see the beauty of it I have done in the interiors <laughs> I really I feel like I am pretty good in like you know presenting it and the stories I have been talking in the different people reaching out because some people were interested on the way I think this also like I have so many rejection recently mm-hmm. that it it is just like the heaviness you know like I feel like it will like soon it will like sit on my head so I have been like the rejection, you know, the people asking and like being very interested. And then, you know, they told me that they will not buy it because of the price point. But I feel like I am done with giving the um, my art with like $200 or $300 because I want to also be on the certain level and I want to maintain it. And, you know, even in Dallas, everyone told me that, you know, I was having their opinion artists that my artists should be priced higher i raise a little bit prices but not much so i feel like they are standard you know if i can say that standard prices for what we are doing and for my level of um, being artist so nothing like crazy i know the artists that they are starting up and they have hired so you know but doesn't it has to feel right for me and i feel like the prices i have now they are fine. They are fine. Okay, um, so we feel good about the prices. I feel we good about the prices. promoted a lot yeah. in reels. What else? I did reels, stories, private messages, email um, campaign. Um, I had I had my art in person also. I have some people asking like from the neighborhood they were interested because they saw it, but they just give up because I guess they were thinking that it's going to be like $200 instead of $500. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they are my friends, I am fine with giving uh, some kind of discount because I don't have to pack it. I don't have to ship it. And, you know, the, you know, and we know each other since nine years. So for me, it's OK to give you a better price. So I have done that. But I guess like the better price was not enough. <laughs> it's better. Good, good, not good enough. So, you know. Um, uh, so, yeah. What else I have done? Um I am still talking about it. I took a little bit break from IG, not completely, but I needed to breathe a little bit and to just like, you know, relax my head. So I will go back again because actually I can, I can, I was thinking now that I can take every single piece and talk about every single piece. So it will take me also like, you know, it will, when I used to do that before. So I I have the ideas of doing it. I just needed to breathe a little bit because it was 
I felt like I have been talking about it and talking about it and talking mm-hmm. all the time. And I did basically for like two months. So, so yeah, so the next step for me is to take my art to the uh, in-person presentation. Uh, I have uh, one more potential client local that he reached out to me because he's like finishing some renovation in the house and he may be interested in something and he was supposed to show up this week. But uh, again, um, he said that he is still not done with the work and I can, if I want to just show up in his house because he lives in the neighborhood. So I can do that. And I was thinking that, well, I don't have anything to lose. In worst case, he was said, I am not interested anymore. And I will prefer that than this like waiting time. You yeah. know, this, this, I struggle with it because this is not like, this is cultural difference also, you know, and I am aware of it. Uh, but that, it's, it's I don't a struggle, know if it's you know? a cultural. Uh, you, you I don't know. We are me, more direct. I think I it's know. frustrating to everybody. It it is, but also you know, I have been living in different places, and some people are more direct. They will tell you, um, "I like it, but I don't. I cannot afford it." Okay, or maybe yeah. if I will have the money, I will get back to you. So it's not that. Oh yeah, I love your stuff so much. Yeah, I will like to buy some pieces, and yeah, so keep doing your work. Maybe one day I will show up. It's like not my style and I really struggle with it. And some days it's like, oh. And I've, I, I have like difficult difficulty to read the people sometimes because it's one of my things that I can pretty much read the people. And sometimes I will like, I don't know how to read the people anymore, you know, like, you know, kind of to understand and, you know, where to put my energy. So. So yeah, I will probably show up in his house this week on my walk because I don't have anything to lose. I was not, you know, asking him. Yeah. He was asking me. So yeah. And um, that's it. The other ideas I could reach out to, as I mentioned uh, already to it, like once that I could reach out to the galleries that I like. I could do that also, you know, and try to maybe collaborate with work with someone even though they take commissions but maybe it will help with exposure and I don't know okay so I'm just thinking here like what is the problem why did it not sell you did a lot of marketing around it um sounds like you're you're doing the right things how and I'm I'm not saying your pricing is wrong, but like how much did you increase your prices? You said just a little bit. Um just a little, like from the previous collection, nothing. They are the same. They're like the as same. the previous collection. Okay. I charge per square inch, so it's like one dollar twenty per square inch for big pieces. Did and you say a little you had trouble with more. your last collection? Uh the last collection was made for Dallas and I sold half of it in Dallas. So the half that I have it, I sold like, you know, I had some people like friends interested. So I like sold to them uh, and like slowly then someone show up suddenly from New York and she bought like five pieces, the smaller one. Uh, she is apparently interior designer that um, that uh, a friend, uh, like an artist that was together with me in um, Dallas. She recommended it. She recommended me to her. Did it take you from, I think you quote unquote launched it, from launching to selling half of it? How, what was that time frame? Oh, uh, well, so 
I finished collection and we went to Dallas. So it was basically the collection was very fresh. So I have sold there. And then we, I took break for summer because we were in Europe two months. And when I came back, actually, so that, so that slowly, you know, my friend of mine, she reached out in, I think it was the, maybe September or so. And she brought one friend and she got one piece, older piece, but the, it happened that the friend of mine, she got actually two pieces, the biggest one. Um, and then so the lady was from New York. So what's that time period? Yes. I think like I was done probably in October, but I am not counting summer because I was not doing any, like, you know, basically from May to August, I was not doing any advertising because of my also um, Instagram being hacked. Mm. Uh, so I just took a break. So it's so well, September, October, week. two months. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And how yeah. long? Has this one and the two two pieces so that I have it like the last pieces actually left from that collection. This gallery show up from um, close to Atlanta, and they they ask if they can have it, and so they they are having it. And I think they 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 may have it already on the website, but they were not yet like you know advertising it so much. Yeah. They, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So how long have you been trying to sell this one? Uh, since probably I am making it because I took your advice that I was not like waiting, but I was talking about the pieces. And if someone was, was interested, I was like, you know, giving you can buy the it. prices and options. Yeah. Yes. So it was probably like uh, what what is like we are now in May. I think I was already like in, from January, I was working on it. Yeah. I would say yeah, January, February, March, April, May. That's that's yeah. significant. Yeah, I don't know if if this is something with my art that it's not good enough because you will oh, uh, eventually. I'm never going to allow you to say that again. Yeah, I know, but it is. It, it I know is what you're saying, but us. yes, yeah, because I was like, ah, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's just you know. I feel like I have another friend of mine um, and she is she is not working long in this business and she doesn't have many followers because it's not about the followers. We know that, of, of course, uh -huh. already. But she has, again, those like connections, like a right, you know, connection with some uh, art curators, with some galleries and, you know, and she is like, you know, doing so well. And I am happy, really happy for her. We have pretty similar style. She is maybe, even maybe more minimalist. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just the, not the market or okay, I so just don't know. Okay, so for your last yeah. collection, the, the biggest catalyst was that market that you were able yes. to sell quite a bit at. And then after yes. that, you had some sales trickle in, two from friends and one from online. That's about five, right? Mm, that yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. okay, yes. So that's correct. really, mm -hmm. I mean, if we're just looking at this objectively, it's kind of like you had one sale online. Yeah. It was a large that's, sale. Yeah. And everything else came from in person. Yes. Yes, that's correct. My thought guess prediction 
is probably that these show a lot better in person. Like mm -hmm. they look beautiful mm -hmm. online, but I feel like mm -hmm. if you can see them mm -hmm. where like you can see the layers and you can see the buildup and you can see the brush strokes and all of that, I really think that that is the significant difference here from mm -hmm. this collection and the last collection. So I think the best course of action is us brainstorming. How do we get these out in person? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I am already on it. Actually, yes, that to be it honest takes with time. You. Yeah. And you're no, on no, it. I, I pretty fine for that fall. Like I will apply because they don't have yet open application, but I have a mm -hmm. few ideas for the fall. You know what um, I am seeing mm -hmm. in my head for you is a furniture store. I yeah. know that sounds kind of yeah. weird. No, it doesn't. I was thinking about it too. Uh, when we were in Europe, actually, uh, we were in Vienna and I was like walking through the streets and it was like this like great uh, modern furniture that I would like picture my you know, my picture on the, on the, in the, the shop and it was like, it will look so pretty. So I actually, I thought about it to contact them, but I never done it. So I don't know. It's just, I never done it. Okay. Until... So <laughs> what you're going to do next is you are going to, I'm just going to give you a real specific assignment. Go find all the furniture stores that might possibly work with your aesthetic and I don't want you to like over curate this list but like if they sell I don't know couches with longhorns on them maybe that's not the right place no actually, yeah I don't yeah. know your artwork yeah. might look really nice with that actually <laughs> <laughs> but <I> no <laughs> yeah um I want you to come back with a a list like a solid list Mm -hmm. And then we're going to make a plan of attack of how you're going to get in touch with mm -hmm. and find one or more of them to be willing to put your artwork up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that idea. And I think I can do that because it's I really, I really love... I know, but... It is very specific. more specific sure is easier. So. <laughs> No, I like the specific assignments. And plus, you know, I um, I have been thinking about it for a while and I love interior design and I know exactly the style I like. And I have already in mind few shops mm -hmm. that, you know, I have to explore a little bit more what we have available here, which I don't Look think many in here. a little bit further than just Katie. Yes, uh, definitely. No, um, in Katie, zero. So I can tell you. But in Houston, we have few. And we went through this actually because of the expats coming here. And most of the people, they don't like the style, local style. Mm -hmm. So we went through all the, you know, shops that are more like European style. So I have, I have the idea what we have. So, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, if you don't want to wait till our next pod call, we can convo in Slack. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let me first, first go and do the first research. Get your and, list. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. and I, I also since I just posted this in Slack, 
Um, it's week three of foundation month, which means we're working on our list, which means I want you to actually put them on your orbit list, not just a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You do that for me. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, the orbit list on my, okay. 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 <laughs> Excuse me. But... I don't know where that's coming from. Bless you. Thank you. Bless you. Bless you again. <laughs> Maybe the allergies are coming to Colorado, you know, the spring. Yeah, my the rest of my family's been getting it and they're like, how are you fine? And I'm like, well, I took my allergy shots and now I'm like eating my words. <clears throat> this one. Do you, are you using this? You just got muted somehow. I can't hear you, Agnes. Uh, sorry, I muted myself. It's okay. Somehow. Um, no, I am not, I have been not using that. Okay, well, this is the perfect week to start. Mm -hmm. I'm making you a copy. Um, okay. If you would rather make your own copy, that's fine, but I'm gonna put, this is pod three. Uh, yeah. Pod two. Yeah, pod two, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. Make a copy and share it with you. Part of the reason I'm recommending you use this is because I can help you personalize it. Mm -hmm. um, and I've tried a million different ways to organize this stuff. And this has been the best by far for me. So I mm -hmm. really would love for you to have your five, 10, whatever furniture stores listed on here and then we can just mm -hmm. put referral partner next to it okay mm -hmm. and we'll we'll go from there yeah okay so first i will just like find the shops and then we will talk how to talk how to, to them to and how answer. to what to offer and okay mm -hmm. yeah. okay mm -hmm. okay sound good that's um, yeah it does okay May I ask what you are holding? Are you like massaging your back? Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a massager. It's called a Theracane. Mm -hmm. It's pretty, pretty handy. Yeah. Yeah. I got this one spot I'm trying to work out. Yeah. I have a massage gun. Finally, after so many years, we, we got it for Christmas. So well, yeah. This was like 30 bucks or something. So if you've got spots. Yeah. Great. Oh, okay. Cool. Thank you. You're and of, and also, if if any of you guys, I don't know, I will take one last minute. Have any uh, actually comments or like inputs regarding also my artwork? <laughs> because I don't know. I really started to think that it's something wrong with it. <laughs> I will appreciate it. If um, the comments are welcome you, because I yeah. <laughs> I know this is not super helpful, but I think your artwork is beautiful. And Daisy just said she agrees and Jennifer's agreeing that we all know that's not the issue. You, you're, yeah. 
large Instagram following proves it. The compliments you get prove it. Your past sales prove it. Uh, people who have similar styles who are doing well, that proves it. Like it's got a place in the market. It's yours. It's, it's what it needs to be. That's not the issue. There's another issue. Yeah. So I really think it's the in-person thing. So we just have to figure out how to start that and scale that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you are welcome. Uh, I will turn off the camera, but I will be here. I am just, okay. you know, no working worries. with my groceries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Thank you. Um, Jennifer Daisy, does anybody care who goes next? I feel like I've gone before Jennifer the last few times. So if she okay. wants to go Jennifer? first. Sounds great. You up, Jennifer? Sure. Sure. Um, were you lounging in the sun? I was, yes and no. (laughs) You don't know what that means. My puppies are being pains on the butts. In, out, in, out, in, out. Because gotcha. We've had a rough couple of days at our house the last couple of days. So they haven't gotten outside very much. I see. Yeah. Um. I, the other day, it was sunny for the first time in like forever. And I was looking at my porch patio thing from up here and I was like, that looks so inviting. So I went and got my (laughs) yoga mat and just laid in the sun and I fell asleep. I don't think I burned myself. Yeah, I got burnt last week because last week it was in like the mid seventies here in Michigan, which is like unheard of, not unheard of, but you know, not normal. Not normal for middle of April. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was really nice. And today, then it got really cold and snowed again. And then today we're back to, I don't know, it's probably almost 60 out there. So it's not bad. Okay. But um, tell me what's going on with you, girl. So I um, made a doll to match the painting. Didn't like it. And I'm starting over. <laughs> it's okay. You got time. Got time. Yeah. So the first time I kind of like tried to completely reinvent the wheel, which whatever, I, I shouldn't have done that. Um, so I just went back to the way I normally do things or have in the past anyway. Um, and so I'll make her and hopefully she'll be more to my liking and I will want to put that pattern out. Um, Why did you not like her? It was just something about her face. So um the character that I drew has a very like prominent lower half of her face. Um, and so when I went to make the doll, um, I needle felted that part of her face, but the knit, the knit, I think was just so tight that it squashed it in. Mm. So there was just like no definition and mm. yeah, so. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna redo it and I'm gonna go back to, the sewing patterns style that I started out with that sells really well. Um, so I'm going to try making her like that, seeing if I like her better. If not, I'm going to rip her head off and make a new head. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you guys know, we had our expert help call not too long ago. And one of the ideas she was excited about was she had 
created a painting and then she's like i want to make a doll out of this and she also has that other business where she does sewing patterns and i thought that's a really nice way to put them together so um we're gonna kind of make that a thing like her how do we kind of like the showcase piece right combo make one doll it goes with the painting and then sell the pattern right with prints yeah right okay right. um i did that because i remembered things as i was talking yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then i also made um so a long time ago and, th and this sparked this idea because i'm doing the celtic festival um, a long time ago, I made a haggis doll for a guy in, in New Hampshire who had written a book. Um, he was from Scotland and he'd written a book about, I don't know, um, journeying like by on foot all over Scotland and whatever. And he wanted a little mascot. So I, I, I made him a haggis doll. Um, so I am also working on that doll and um, the paintings for that. So um, what do you mean? Working on that doll. I'm working on both dolls at the same time. <laughs> Didn't you say you had all? I'm sorry, I misunderstood. I think I thought well, you said in the past yeah. I had done that. Yeah, yeah. He has that one. He has that that doll, and he owns like that sewing pattern. So I'm making a a different one, but based on the okay. same idea. Okay. And then I made um, a couple of little little sketches. Um, Aww. <laughs> so, so I'll have a couple of little illustrations, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, so that. So yeah, I'm working on that. Um, and I spent about 10 hours total in the ER yesterday and the day before with my one of my sons. So oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. It's totally his fault. <laughs> <laughs> he deserved it. Um, He's discovered that he's allergic to marijuana. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. It's a thing. He has, so Saturday, sun, Sunday, Sunday from like 11 a.m. till Monday morning, 7 a.m. He puked about every 20 minutes. Cyclic vomiting. Yep. I, we see it in the ER all the time. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And, um, yeah. So anyway, now we know, and now hopefully we've learned our lesson. <laughs> He's 23. So I mean, I can't, I like, mean, I don't think anyone, I, I'm going to say this and I'm going to hope I don't have to take it back. I don't think anyone's <laughs> stupid enough to go and smoke some more marijuana after you spend three <laughs> days puking. I, I can attest that is not true. <laughs> Um, so can I, because this is the third time we've been through this. Oh, once yeah, when he I knew was, was going to eat my words. Once when he was 21, once when he was 23. Now he says the other two times weren't that, but mm. hard time believing that. Mm. so yeah. I asked him, you know, like, so what did we learn from, you know, last night, last night's visit? Um, yeah. So hopefully he has learned his lesson and we'll just say no to peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah um but while I was in there um I drafted out 
uh, a new collection, like a harvest collection, because I don't have a lot of art that kind of is more fallish or like um, harvesty, Thanksgiving kind of or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sketched up. Okay, I'm about, way ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, I sketched up four illustrations and like three repeat patterns that maybe could go with them or whatever. Um, so yeah, I've also done a lot of um, searching for different ways people are decorating their booths like on Pinterest and pinning some of that stuff, um, pinning some costume stuff um, and trying to pin my husband down to make me a couple of new shelves for my booth. (laughs) So it sounds like you're really um, taking action on all the things that we talked about. I'm super proud of you for that. How can I best support you today? Um, I really we just kind of just kind of filling in the the holes. Um, yeah, we had a really good you know chat last week, so I I feel supported. (laughs) I hear that. Um, yeah. So yesterday on my last pod yeah we were talking about um, group invitations and kind of what that looks like for everybody okay I know that we've already talked about some of that stuff but I just feel like for consistency's sake Mm -hmm. that might be a nice direction to go um so essentially what we were discussing was the rotation, the visibility, the nurture, the sales, and then the rest month. I don't think you should have one for the rest month. But when you're thinking ahead a little bit, it kind of helps to make sure that you have something to fill that that spot in your marketing. So refresh my memory. What do you have coming up as far as things you could invite someone to? So that um, the on May sixth, I have the artist meet and greet, um, right? The cafe in the next town, um, and then the I don't really have any shows or anything until the first week of June. Okay. Well, that's a month, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, do you have anything in July? Yes, yeah, so I've got two shows in June, two shows in July. Okay, great. Um, things like art festivals, art shows where new people might be coming in, you get to talk to them, and you have the opportunity to make sales, those check all the boxes. Mm-hmm. So like, we don't even need to worry about coming up with anything for June and July. Um, the other thing I was going to do at my shows was not only have, you know, my notebook out for people to sign up for my email or whatever, but also I was going to get it. I was going to make a QR code where they could just scan it. it. Yeah. Scan it um, in order to join and also um, print out like a bigger business card so they don't you know sometimes people take your business card and then it's just you know it's lost I think that's 90 percent 
But if they take a picture of it, maybe, I don't know. Um, oh, I also, uh, <laughs> sorry. It's okay, my brain's going I also found someone who could print me an eight by 10, like out indoor, outdoor carpet. Oh, cool. For my booth, which would be cool. Um, and, and she can also, so I found one that she has that I, that I already like, but she can also take something I've designed and do it. So like I could put my, you know, my logo or whatever on it and, and other woodsy kind of stuff around it. Mm -hmm. or, but yeah. So that's another thing that's in my head. Cool. Um, as a, I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. I, that sounds very cool. But as a cheaper alternative for your head, you could also get like that fake grass stuff. Yeah, well, this was only, I, a, a five by seven was only like $156. Oh, okay. I was like, well, what does an eight by 10 cost? You know, um, so she's getting back to me on the price for that. But but yeah, um, I mean, it might not even have to be an eight by 10 once I get the tables and stuff in there. You know what I mean? Five by seven might be big enough. But yeah, I thought $156 was like, nothing or something like that have you checked to make sure they allow that I the, have. Festivals? Mm -hmm. the festival and i only say this because there's um you know <laughs> one group of festivals it's like the af that i can't remember the organization's name they don't allow any rugs because it's usually in parks where there's grass and it damages the grass and okay. so it's actually it's one of the parks regulations that they have to enforce. And I only say that because I, there was an artist at the last festival I had, and she had, because we had torrential downpour the morning of, and she put a rug down to kind of like help with the mud and they made her take it up. <laughs> so. I just, haven't seen that on anything that I've applied to, but it's a good question to ask for sure. When keeping in mind how much the cost is. And, right. You know, yeah, that, that's why I wanted to make sure to mention. So you don't spend a hundred and something dollars on something you can't use. That's good input. I know a couple, I know a couple of the shows that I'm doing are like on the pavement. You know what I mean? So I think that should be, I think that should be okay. Should be okay. Maybe I might have to tape down the edge. Um, the other thought that I had, the reason why I was asking why you didn't like that doll is because it could be a cool like sign up for my newsletter and somebody will win it kind of deal mm -hmm. which I don't always love that as a sign up for my newsletter because then you get all the people that are like I want the free thing right. so it's it's almost like you're gonna have an inflated amount of people sign up but that doesn't mean that there aren't some quality people in there right so I'm kind of okay with it if it's something that you're just gonna rip the head off of anyway <laughs> um and then like they have to with that QR code you can be like oh yeah and this is the giveaway for people that I'm doing this month and whatever mm -hmm. so sign up before you forget Right. Kind of as an added incentive. Yeah. Okay. That's an idea. Um, I definitely have a lot of things that could be like the free giveaway. So. Yeah. 
I'm also not really going to worry about adding another group invite to you for May. I think you've got this five and three months is plenty. Okay. Um, even if there's not a whole lot of people coming in for that meet and greet, I don't know how that's going to go, but I imagine it's a smaller event. Probably, I'm yeah. still okay with that. Mm -hmm. Even as a visibility month, because you've got all this other stuff going on. Okay. So as far as moving forward, when we start making those plans and I tell you, you need a group invite, just check that off in your head. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. All right. Um, re regarding the newsletter, I think we've gone back and forth a couple times about if we are having two newsletters or one. Right. Where did we land on that? Um, well, last time it was two. <laughs> mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> one uh, specifically for my painting um, and then the I other one. I kind of wanted to backtrack <laughs> because moving forward, if you are really focusing on sewing patterns with your artwork, they now realign. Right. How do you feel about, do you feel like that would... Um, I think I should still have two, and here's why. Okay. Um, because I really am more focused on the painting Art. side of yeah. things. Um, but I like to keep this audience over here still engaged. So um, I think it's okay if they if they if they cross sometimes. But um, I really want people on my painting list that are really just interested in my painting. Okay. So maybe the newsletters that you write that are relevant for both audiences. Go out to both. Go out twice. Yeah. If it's just painting, it goes to painting. If it's just sewing, it goes to sewing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Okay. Um. Also, no. Did you send out an email to that sewing list? I think you did. That said, hey, I'm starting a painting list. Um, I have not yet. You didn't. No. It's been on my mental list, but I have not checked it off yet. Um, I'm trying to think if I still want you to do that. Because they're going to be getting, what would be, oh, I mean, we just discussed it, but to them, why would they want to be on your painting list? In your oh, opinion. In my opinion? Mm. Um, I don't know that they necessarily would, but there are some people that are on there who are more recent. Mm-hmm. And may it, they may be on there because they met me, you know, at a at a show I've done in the last couple of years or whatever, where I did have a lot of my paintings. Mm. Um, so there probably is some overlap in there already. There probably is some overlap in there already. What I was thinking about doing was just putting at the bottom of 
the newsletter, you know, something about my other newsletter for painting or whatever. And, um, and like a footer that goes on all of them, mm -hmm. something like that, that way they get to the bottom and they're like, Oh, <laughs> there's this okay, I want you to do that. And okay. Um, when you get this doll painting finished mm -hmm. combo, mm -hmm. send out a newsletter like you would if, you know, that was normal for you. Mm -hmm. And then be like, if you're interested in my artwork, I've created a new list that you really should be a part of. Okay. Um, if you, if you don't sign up, you'll still get an occasional, um, sewing pattern update. You'll still get an occasional sewing pattern update. And sometimes they'll be focused around a painting that I've done, but you'll miss, uh, any artwork that I release, any art shows or events that I'll be at that I'd love to see your face again or like you know like what are the things that they might actually want from you okay so they have a little bit of urgency around it they probably don't want a new newsletter in their inbox right nobody wants that but they do want the things the newsletter can give them. So what is, what are those? Okay. If you want to draft it and put it in Slack, I'll look at it. Okay. And as I'm saying this, I know what I'm going to do later when you give it back to me is I'm gonna go, well, do they really care about your next event? Is that really a win? I, but because you just told me most of the people on there have seen you at an event before. <laughs> that's why I included it. Right. I mean, that's where I get most of my subscribers is my in-person events. Yeah. So I, I'm telling you now that I'm going to backtrack on this later and don't listen. To okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know this about myself. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um it so, could be that you even write the newsletter while it's fresh and then backtrack and put an image of the doll and when it's done okay yeah um all right that sounds good um what was the other thing I was going to ask you oh poop oh um the printer I use for my cards and my art prints and and all of that, um, my little journals that I that I make, um, they're doing planners like daily planners now. Mm -hmm. um, if you were going to buy a planner from an artist, you know that's a twelve month planner or whatever, um, and you know you you know you're not buying it at Target or Staples or whatever. Like, how much would you pay for it? What do you think? First of all, I would not buy a planner from an artist because I have very specific needs in what I need in a planner. Okay. But that's me. 
So that being said, Daisy did a collaboration where they made journals and sold them. How much did you sell those for, Daisy? Um, we sold them for, I think it was with shipping, like $61. They were blank. But they also did original art on the Yeah, it was original art on the covers. <laughs> and it was a collaboration. So normally I sell those, like when I make them at festivals is when I sell most of them. And I sell them between 30 and $35. They're usually $35 on Saturday and they're $30 on Sunday. Because <laughs> no one, I don't advertise the pricing anywhere. So no one knows that they're discounted. Um, if I have, if I have more than I want to sell on Sunday, that's what I do. Um, so- those still have an original piece on the on the yes front? they're they're all hand painted on the on the covers um and they're blank inside um I feel like I have one around here I can show you um so are you painting on like what are you what are you painting on what's your base for the journal it, so it's like a cardboard here I have one hold on let me grab it Now I will say I've never bought one of these, but I've had a couple gifts given to me and I really like them and I probably would buy them in the future, but they're like those calendar cards. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Those are cute. Um these so this is this is a mess up one. Um so the this is what it looks like. It's like this like brown paper cardboard kind of stuff. And then I gesso with white or clear gesso, just depending on what I'm doing. Um, because um, the first time I made these, I did not put gesso on it and it kind of wrinkled in some spots, the cardboard. So that was a learning curve. Um, and then I paint or collage. And like when I did them with Emily, we did collage and painting on them. And then it it it's held up beautifully. And it's just blank inside. Um, I think it's like, 180 pages. I can't remember how many pages, but, um, this is just a mess up one. So it's not the best example of what they look like, but you get the idea. It's like all hand painted. And you're using acrylics on those? Um, that is acrylic latex and spray paint and ink. Nice. Once you gesso that cardboard, you can pretty much put anything on there. <laughs> yeah, that, that gesso is like, you know, it's like you're that becomes the bait, the substrate. So anything you would put on, maybe not oil paints because the oil would like eat through there. Yeah. But anything else I think would be fine. Yeah. I actually have a binding machine so I can spiral bind. I make my own um, sketchbooks and stuff. Oh, that's really cool. Look what I just tripped over. <laughs> 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 that's ironic <laughs> um, but yeah that's a cool idea to just so the chipboard well I used to do um the planners that you get used to be handmade oh yeah we got new planners this week I got a new planner this week is that every three months you get a new one. Oh, okay nice <laughs> I have it showed up and I'm like hmm this is weird <laughs> Uh, I should have Becky start sending me up one every three months. <laughs> like, hey, get through it. Right. I've, I've got about two or three weeks left in mine and I should be done. 
anyway um what are you thinking i'm good journal no journal wise oh oh um i i think that's a fun idea to do the you know the original an original painting on something like that i just want you it as you're thinking about that idea to remember the cost ratio meaning like how much time does this take me and how much can i charge for it and is it worth doing yeah yeah no I, I i'm not trying to expand that for you yeah i might just like make a few for gifts or whatever and you know just for funsies <laughs> just yeah. play you know yeah um, that's a that's a good idea but yeah um I wanna, um, I'm, I'm gonna try to start working in collections a little bit more than just kind of one-off illustrative paintings mm -hmm. um, and see where that takes me. Did we talk about this? Mm -mm. Okay, your other assignment is to go watch the, the foundation videos about what am I selling next? And let me know where you get stuck or what you decide. Do you need me to give you a link to that? Um, no, I found I found those um, the other day. I should be able to find them again. Okay. Um, I'm looking. They are in Slack under the Month Focus Foundation. So if you go in there, it lives there. But it's already here, so I'm gonna put it in the chat. There you go. Thank you. Cool. I think I'm really liking this. Have a here's what we're working on together right now. <laughs> what do you guys think? Have you have you actually looked at any of that yet? I kind of get the feeling that I'm the only one doing it. <laughs> no, I just didn't. I I just. At first, I didn't understand that that's what we were doing mm. because I didn't read the email closely enough because it's magazine crazy time right now. Right. Or it has been for the last two weeks. I've got, I've got like one more week of that and then I'm good. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely want to go and make time and do that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you guys don't have to unless I am like, this would really be good for you right now um, because you have me like one-on-one -on -one. for the um for the group aspect where they don't have these pod calls and the expert help calls and all of that i want them to be able to have a path to follow mm -hmm. so that's kind of where what i'm thinking so don't put too much pressure on yourself to like i have to do this this is or i'm missing out but if you have the time and the space let's do it cool we'll make the time and the space Did you, were you asked to, asking me a question, Agnes? You popped back on. Or are you just saying? No, I just like, you know, show my face that I am like, I am here listening. I promise. The time. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. cool. How are you doing, Daisy? I'm doing good. We're yeah. getting, working I'm, I'm working on gel prints for this um, festival, the 28th or the 29th of April. It's at the end of April here. So 
I'm trying to use my time wisely and get these. Um, I want to frame, I'm working on framing some to sell them at a higher price point. And I want to have like a section of my tent that's framed. Are print. you going to do kind of the, the same gold antique frames? So I have three that have, that I found some frames that look like that kind of same aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Um, but they're new frames. So I have those, I have three of those. And then I have, um, I have some contemporary, just plain black frames. And then I have a contemporary, where did it go? A gold frame. Uh, oh, here it is. Um, to kind of give some variety. So it's a little more contemporary, but it's yeah, it still matches. Um, so it ties that gold in, and then I have, these are the ones that kind of have that antique look mm, or feel to yeah. it, but those are new frames. Um, so, and then I have a black, like just plain black, very contemporary one too. So I have a couple of ones and what I saw another artist do at the last festival I was at is that when people were looking at something that was framed, you know, she said, if there's another frame that you like better, I can swap them. And so I figure I can, cause they're all going to be the same size. So I can just swap them. Yeah. And I have, I'm going to have an extra table in the back of my tent now for wrapping and doing stuff like that. That's nice. like in the back where they can't see it. So I like a little work table. Can I throw something out there and you don't have to take it? Sure. I really feel like the gold antique frames are kind of becoming a signature thing for you. Yeah. And I know they're harder to source and I know that they're more expensive. But for that size, it's the size. Oh. So I was at I was actually at Hobby Lobby. And they have new frames that you can buy that look like antique frames. Mm -hmm. And they had some smaller ones. And I was kind of thinking, you know, I could get something like that and, you know, use some of those. But then, like, I had this, like, dilemma because, like, the idea is salvaging old things yeah. and making something new out of them. So it kind of felt... Like I was cheating or misrepresenting that, even though it's for my gel prints. So I kind of like, I get that. Yeah. I kind of left that because I, I, it's like, I want to do it because it, I love that aesthetic. And I think you're right. Like I've had, I, I think that that is becoming like more like what. Like standard. Of, yeah. When they think of my work, um, so I don't know, but I have some small frames that I sourced from, where did they go? I cleaned my studio. I can't find anything. <laughs> I don't know where did they go. <laughs> I, um, I found some, so I have these frames. They're all small that I've just kind of like piled over time that I've gotten at thrift stores, like that just, I liked. And I, I mean, just over time. And some of them were actually my grandmother's too, a few of them. Um, and they're smaller. I need to measure them and see um, what their sizes are. 
Um, cause I think they're too small for my, my gel prints are like, um, eight by 10. And I think they're smaller. They're what much. What if you smaller. made the artwork to fit the frame? Yeah. Like a smaller, um, like a smaller gel print or a smaller painting. Yeah. So like if, and this might not make sense at all. I'm just shooting the crap with you. Um, yeah. If you have, you know, an antique frame like this and like this and like this and like this, in theory, we, you know, it'd be nice if they were all the same size, but they're not. Yeah. And you don't feel totally congruent with the idea of buying something new that would be standard. Right. How big of an issue would it be to cut down the paper size or make them smaller or make them smaller or yeah like actually work-wise how much would that add uh like in labor mm -hmm. I don't think it would I don't think it would add I don't think it would add a whole lot um it would just be like composition wise like some of my like the like this one for instance like if I could cut this one down smaller, the composition suffers greatly. Yeah. Um, but there might be some where it doesn't. I did find these little guys that I was thinking of. So I did, I sold one of my paintings and um, as a thank you, I, I used a scrap painting that was on Yupo paper and cut it down to size to fit in this. I don't know if you can tell, but this is like a tiny little mat. Yeah, I can see it. That's cool. Yeah. I, I found these at Kroger. Do you guys have Kroger grocery stores where you are? Okay. It's a grocery store. <laughs> I found these at Kroger and they were like 70% off. So I got them for like 30 cents. <laughs> so I literally like got all of them. <laughs> and this was like, this was a while ago. This was over a year ago. And they've been sitting in my studio as, as things do, because I hoard things. Right. And, um, but that's what it, like, that's the example, right. Of what it would look like. And I just put like a scrap piece of artwork in there and gave it to her as a little thank you. Mm -hmm. um, and she seemed to really love it. And then, then it's original art too. But I was thinking, cause I have, I have a lot. Um, I was thinking of doing that with some of my scrap art and having it at this festival and having them for like 25 bucks, you know, and you can, and these fit into a five by seven frame. So you can frame it too. Some of these might fit in the frames that I was just talking about. Um, so I could have like, an but I'm a little, and I don't, I, I'm saying this a lot today. <laughs> take it or don't, I don't care. Um, I'm a little bit hesitant to say have original artwork on your table for 25 bucks because I feel like then people are going to yeah. not feel the need to buy the big original bigger yeah that's a that's a solid point <laughs> I always I always seem to walk down that path too I think most people do yeah it's like a well this will be easy for people to buy but when you add it all up if you sold all of them I don't know, that'd be $300 or something compared to one sale of something bigger. Cause well, and so that's what's, so like, I've been like at this last festival, I was next to this young artist and the first day 
the first day I did really good. I sold a painting and a few small things, made up my booth fee, was in a profit. Sunday, I didn't sell a single thing. And all she sold on Sunday was prints. Well, it and could be that you pull those out on Sunday. If it's slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just read the crowd. That's an yeah. idea. Because she made like $1,000 off prints on Sunday. Because that's all people were people. It was all people out just enjoying the weather. They weren't looking to buy anything expensive, but you know, they saw her art, liked it and saw, you know, a low price point. And yeah. 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 There are great ideas though for that. Thank you too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Both. I mean, yeah, that that's an idea too, is like, if they don't sell at festivals, then I have little thank you pieces to just throw in to orders, which I think is really nice. Yeah. Okay, so back to the frames. Yes. Oh, I went and got big ones like we talked about. Well, I was going to ask that too. I went on Tuesday uh, and got six large ones. Um, I'm really excited because they're beautiful. And they were like the last. He said an artist came who knew me. He couldn't remember her name. He, He was like, she must have known you. Um, I, I don't know if she mentioned me or what, but she rented a truck and came and loaded up this truck with 20 of his like largest frames. And he said that she was like extremely, uh, particular about the condition of the frames. Like she, she wanted them to be like almost pristine, uh-huh. Um, but she found 20 large ones and he said they had to load them up and he said it was there. She was there for three hours going through the frames. And I was like, who now I'm super curious who this is now. Cause I'm like, well, who I feel like you're going to find out. I'm going to find out for sure. So I'm super curious, but, uh, and then just to know what she's going to do with the frames, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see, but, um, but I was just happy. I found the six that I did because they're so, and, and I think I found the six that I did because her and I are looking for different things. She wanted pristine frames and I intentionally pick frames that are a little damaged, but add to the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. So like I got one frame where there's like damage to the wood and you can see where like, there's like little holes or something in it, but it, the texture that it creates is absolutely stunning. And I think it's going to look gorgeous. So I think that's why I was able to find the six that I did, but someone uh, moving in on your territory. Daisy. I know I did feel a little territorial. I got to say, but I was happy for him that he, you know, he's almost out of the, all these frames. So he's, I mean, the, the ones that are left are in pretty really rough condition or just a completely different style in general. Yeah. So I, I really feel like I got the last six in there worth, worth taking. <laughs> I feel like the other thing you need to do is start sourcing a new. Yeah. From, yeah. So I told him, he said that he, he said that there were more in this barn that he got all these frames from. And I told him, I said, if you get some in this size and then the really small ones, like the five by sevens and stuff like that, um, I was like, please message me and let me know. I will buy them immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, so he knows that's good business. You know, for he him. comes across more of them. So he's a, he's a really good connection and I've bought from him three times now. So he knows I'm reliable. And whenever he like, I'm like, what, 
when it comes to negotiating, because he only had prices on a few of these frames. So I said, what, you know, what, what would you ask for all six? And like the first number he threw out, I said, okay. So I don't, I don't haggle with him or anything like that. So I think, I think he appreciates that. He's yeah. very fair. He gave me a really good price on these frames. Um, but I think part of it is because he knew he got that huge sale from me. So <laughs> that was a feeling. It was a good feeling, you know, in a way. <laughs> I was happy for him that it helped his business. Um, mm. So. Okay, so I also don't want to back you into a corner where um, as your business grows, you get screwed because you can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but also, if they're selling so well, partially because of the frames. Yeah. I feel like it's worth the trouble. Yeah. Where's your head at? Um, you know, the frames, I have a ton of frames right now, so I'm not worried on my inventory on frames. Um, and that's something that like I, I was just kind of sourcing ad lib, I guess. So I'll just keep doing that and looking for new sources. Um and in the meantime, I have plenty to work with. I have really honestly more than enough right now to work with. Um, right, so the other thing is at this festival right now, you have a variety of frames. Yes. So let's try to prove ourselves right or wrong. Okay. That people want the gold frame from you. Yeah. I have one more in Indigo that I'm working on for this festival. So I'll have one in black and one in indigo. Cause I'm kind of interested to see uh, when I did it. It's gorgeous. Um, when I, with the gold, the blue and that gold together is really stunning. Um, when I did online polls in my stories on Instagram, people loved the indigo better, which kind of surprised me. But then again, blue, better than... blue is the most popular favorite color too. So I guess in a way it's not surprising, but I'm curious to see at the festival, which one gets more attention. Mm -hmm. Do you um, just have one indigo frame? I have one indigo framed. I'm actually finished. I'm going to finish it today where I have it. It's, it's attached to the frame. I just need to paint on the frame now is the last step. So that will be ready for the festival. And then... Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I have a call with a lady from Texas who bought a piece at the other art fair. I have a follow-up call with her in regards to a commission and she was thinking green ink, which I love the idea. Green is my favorite color. So I'm loving the idea of kind of playing with these like primary, or I guess green is not a primary color, but you know what I mean? Like these basic colors um uh of different same painting different colors yeah color. yeah like a, it's like a deep she loved like an mm -hmm. emerald deep green um and um I just need so I just need to find the ink but um that's promising too as far as like where I can continue to evolve this mm -hmm. style um, cause I did, I think I talked to you about how I saw another artist at that show and spotlight that was kind of doing a similar thing with the antique frames. So I just want to make sure I keep evolving and making sure that my work is 
unique and identifiable to me. Let me, I think I was misunderstanding you. Are you saying okay. the frame is indigo or that the ink oh. that you the ink. paint with is, okay. At first I was thinking ink. indigo frame, which I was like, that's pretty cool too. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I like that because you got this proven idea, but you're now like taking it new places to try. Yeah, you see, can you see that? Oh yeah, that is cool. Yeah, so now I got to paint on the frame. That's what I got to do today for that one. And um, so yeah. pay specific attention and actually talk to people about one, one? Yeah. do you like the black or the indigo? And I have a feeling it's going to be 50 50, but let's see. Yeah. Um, and then also specifically, are you drawn to a certain frame or does it not matter to you? Or like, what are your thoughts on the frames? Yeah. I do. I think the frame, so there was a guy who came and saw me at the festival who thought the photo, so I posted a photo of the commission I did for the lady in the UK. And he thought that that painting was at this festival. So he came right. to the festival specifically to see that painting and it was a different painting. But the long and the short of that was, is that he has a very specific idea for the frame and he really loved the frame in that commission piece because he's trying to incorporate a very specific style of traditional and contemporary in his home. So he was very particular about the frame because I sent him photos of all the other frames I have and, and they, they didn't speak to him the way that particular frame did. So I know the frame and, and I will say the frame was just as important of to the artwork for this commission that I did in the UK too. Like the, the hue of gold, she had a hard time picking out which frame she wanted because there were like two that she really liked. And then she really was very particular about the color of gold that it was. So I have run into that, but it makes sense because, and I was just talking to Emily about this earlier today, is that um, I glue the canvas onto the frame because it's one piece. It's it's not meant to come off. They don't off. get to come apart. Yeah, they don't come apart. It's one piece. It's mixed media. So that frame, I'm painting on the frame, therefore it is part of the art. So they're meant to become like one piece of art. Um, so we were just kind of talking through that. And so it makes sense that the frame is just as important to the overall art if it is the art too. So I had under- two commissions in particular, just paying attention to those. Yeah. says gold frame or it wouldn't have been the thing that they would have bought probably. Yeah. I do now- I do have some wood frames that are really beautiful. Um, and what I think I'm going to do with the wood frames is that I have um, these textured pieces that I just released that are like, they look like icing. I've not um, been on Instagram. They, they're, they're some of my favorite pieces I've done recently, but I'm, I'm so experimental right now. I feel like I mean, which is a good thing because I feel like I'm in this like height of creativity, but, um, cool. but like, this is, this is one it's yes. like incredibly They're, textured and I remember seeing all of these. Yes. Like, it's like the journals. 
kind of. I, yeah, it is kind of, but it's it's even more textural. It's almost sculptural. Like mm-hmm. it's really thick. Um, and uh, I had done these three small paintings like that and put them in those little antique frames and sold them as a triptych, like like right away. I think at the first festival I brought them to. And um, I think that those colors of blues and pinks and stuff would look beautiful with the dark woods of these antique frames. So that's what my plan is for the dark wood antique frames that I have. So I have a ton of frames. (laughs) Yeah, sounds like it. I like the continuity of them being antique and also um, salvaged. Yeah. The other thing I thought about doing is I could regild the wood frames too and make them gold. If you know what I'm saying, because um, some of spray paint. Yes. Yep. And um, because some of them, the wood, and I don't know the if I I don't know what happened to the wood, but it's like maybe it's just a wood grain on there and it's not, I don't know, but they're real wood frames, but they're, it's like, it's worn down to where this oxide red is showing Hmm. in the frame. I don't know. I'd have to show you what it looks like, but I've thought like, it's really beautiful. Um, but I don't know if, because again, it becomes part of the artwork, if I should use that and incorporate it into the color palette of the artwork, or if I should, um, try to touch that up and cover up that oxide red color I guess it just really depends with what what I do with it want to do with it like yeah what's calling you yeah my husband we've talked about this makes these steel logs and when they go outside they start rusting yeah super thick so it doesn't matter but yeah it gets that that kind of red oxide on it and it's really pretty yeah. Like people love the texture that it gives it. Yeah. But also in that same vein, they won't buy it if it has it on it. Interesting. Because it feels old or used or something. But they love it if it happens. Yeah. As it is. I don't know if that translates to what you're doing. Yeah, I think if you incorporated that color into the artwork, it would feel really purposeful. And I think that would be fine. Yeah. But if you don't use that, some version of that, I feel like maybe touching it up is the thing to do. Yeah. And then I, and, and then, cause I spray painted the one, I did a mixture of spray paint and gilding wax, uh, for that commission mm. to get the right color gold for her. So I feel like I'm, learning enough <laughs> you're becoming like a craftsperson along with art I, I know <laughs> that's kind of cool though yeah I was like man I was going through some of those frames I think so one of my reels has gone has done really really well and I've gotten a lot of comments on the frames and one person was asking like if I was able to see a red oxide base on the gold ones and that that meant that it was like from a certain time period and such and such. 
And I was like, dang, I was like, I should probably maybe learn a little more about how to date some of these frames. I think that one frame that I sold to the UK was really, really old. I, I think it was Is that possibilities. No, that was, um, that was the first one that I like painted and then he bought it and I shipped it to the UK. Um, but I have a feeling that that frame was this one probably no, that's the, that's the UK commission. The first, the, like the first one I did, um, where is it? You can see it. It's did this, this one ever sell? It's oops. Um, that one is still left, but the other two, I had four of those and two of the four have sold. But this one on my main, like you can see it on my main grid. It was my first one. It's a reel. So if I tap it, you can't see it, mm -hmm. but, yeah. um, the frame for that one, I think was probably eight, like 1800s easily. And I'm like, Ooh, a kind of cringe, but at the same time it's art, right? <laughs> it is. It is. It's giving it new life. It was in a bar. It's barn. giving it new life. That's right. And it was damaged. Like, it's not like I'm taking these pristine antiques and just totally defacing them, which a lot of like, I've had some trolling comments, but you know, I don't, they don't understand that part of my work. So I don't even respond. I just, delete it. just yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what are you taking away today? Um, I feel like I feel like this is good. Like I feel like we're making a good path uh -huh. of like because I think what I get, I think I get overwhelmed with the what next, and I feel like we're kind of clearing a path right before I get to the what next. So like, like I knew I needed to source these frames and that's what I did. And like, now I know I need to, I need to think about, you know, incorporating the antique frames consistently within my work and my booth and maybe even, you know, draw them into the gel prints and other work. Um, so I'm going to work on that for the festival. I really think that would look so striking to have a tent full of antique all frames those frames yeah even with like the mixture of artwork that yeah that would kind of bring it all together yeah I agree but also don't just take my opinion let's like prove it yeah okay so in your mind the thing that might agree with you or kind of taking one one step at a time that's kind of opening into a clearing almost but what is do you have an idea of what the clearing looks like or do we just have to get there first I I mean I have an idea of what the clearing looks like like I I'm going to incorporate the antique frames into more and more of my work um as especially as I prepare for because i the other caveat to this is this festival at the end of April is the first of three in a row. So every weekend for three weekends, I've got a festival. That's a lot. So get, hopefully that does really well for you. Yes. It's about to, it's about to get real. So um, that's, that's where I'm going to move forward. And then I have a plan 
for these wood frames that I've been sitting on because hold on, hold on. Oh, sure. and then you have a plan for the wood frames that I've been frames. sitting on kind of like what do I do with these um so now I have a plan for those so I feel like I've got I've got a plan I just need to to execute it <laughs> I know that traditionally you have done like well at festivals but not like sold everything and you had nothing left yeah but for some reason I feel the need to say do you have enough I think so are we worried I I think with these framed gel prints because I didn't I only had like two framed ones at the last festival and I was my tent was full and I'm going to dedicate like a whole section of one of my walls to just framed gel prints. Okay. So I feel like I do what? How much are your gel prints? The framed ones like this one. Yeah. Uh, this one is going to be, it's two, two twenty-five. It's 16 by 19 total. I'm not sure that feels like enough. I'm trying to remember if I made it 275 or 225. This is my problem. Let me see. 19. I was, I do kind of like a by the inch thing that Agnes does mm -hmm. just because it helps me mentally. It might have been 275. I think I had started at 225 and then I was like, no, I actually had someone. <laughs> so I have this big gel print that's like the abstract one. Um, oh, it's huge. Um, it's actually over here. I had it priced at 600. And when I was putting the price on it, I was like, is this right? And I was, I, I was like, yeah, I figured out the price or whatever. And so I left it on there, even though I had doubted that that's what I priced it at. And I actually had a lady who was looking at it and she goes, wow, 600 and it's already framed. And I was like, yeah. And, um, she was like, what's the big price difference between that? And I was like, oh, cause it's, it's a work on paper. So it's not on canvas. And then after she left, I changed the price on it. <laughs> cause I was like, yeah, I was too low. It should have been. I, and so now it's seven seventy five, but, um, it's, it's huge. I can't remember the I can't remember the dimension. I can't remember the dim dimensions on this, but. Yeah, that is big. 775 it, feels good. It's matted and framed. It's custom cut matte. It's like got a little laser cut design there. Yeah, and it's cute. this burlap material that just looks really cool with. Uh, I don't know. I just, I really like it. How she do you feel, Jennifer, about the 225, 275? You're muted. I think it's too low. 275 is low or 225 is low? 225 was definitely low. Too, too low. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I also don't know your area. I know Texas. She's I know yeah. Atlanta. It's I'm pretty hard to see. <laughs> Atlanta can be pretty bougie. And what about 350? 
and you can mark it down on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say 325, but yeah. So what I, I have, cause I have three of them that are in those frames. And so what I usually do is someone, if they're looking at something that's like a set like that, or there's something similar, like those three, I usually be like, Oh, if you like more than one of them, I do a multiple, a discount for multiples. And I don't say a number. I just say a discount for multiples. I don't even say what the discount is. It's 10%, but I don't, I don't say it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that could be the thing. If you buy all three, they're two seventy-five a piece. Yeah. If you don't, they're three fifty. Yeah. Which is not quite in line with what you're saying, but I feel like you know what it was where I landed on that pricing is because I had a price that was just matted and unframed. And I was trying to justify the difference between the frame and the matted version. And it was like too big of a jump. So I don't know, maybe I need to increase the price on my matted version. Maybe I next think... time we need to talk about pricing. Yeah. We just yeah. talked about, oh, yeah, we just talked about pricing last week. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny too. Cause it's like, I feel like I just got a hang of pricing my canvas paintings. And now these gel prints are like, well, that's where it starts to get funky is all these different things come in and they compare to each other. They're not just yes. like priced individually. So yeah. I kind of look at it as a whole. Yeah. Will you remind me next time we meet if that feels aligned for you that you want to talk about pricing? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. In fact, I meant to ask you, I think I had a office hours to skip. I don't know if it was for April or March. And I don't think I, I didn't, I didn't schedule it. I don't hear oh, the expert help call. Yes. Um, I think just I was, find that email and schedule it. It's fine. Okay. Okay. I was like, I can't remember if it was for March or April, but I didn't do it either way. <laughs> Whatever it was. I, I need to circle back with Becky at one point, somebody missed one and didn't realize it. And yeah. then came back later and was like, uh, I think I should have had one by now. So I, asked her to like make sure those got scheduled but I think it fell off she, the radar so she I sent it. me an email and that's why I remembered it is that she sent me an email and I meant to schedule it and then I just yep life well I mean yes she's she's great at doing that but then if someone forgets or it oh, doesn't get read up. or something yeah. like that gotcha I'm sure it gets scheduled so yeah <clears throat> so yeah just just do it Okay. Um, cool. All right. Well, I've got a podcast to record in about 12 minutes. So <laughs> I'm going to hop off and grab something to eat. And yeah. Sounds cool. I forgot to tell anything? you that I had a, um, a project that I submitted to a magazine accepted too. So that's going to be Yay. something. Amazing. Yay. Congrats. Exciting. <laughs> that's awesome. What was it? Um, it was just, a a little pumpkin wall hanging, uh -huh. but it, you know, they had specific colors that they wanted to you, you to use in a specific size and all that stuff. So that's um, why you're so good at thinking ahead. Cause you're in magazine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. I was sitting there this morning thinking about, um, my launch in August and I was so freaking proud of myself. I'm like, I'm planning for August. 
look at me go. Uh, <laughs> so then you were like, well, I don't have a Halloween collection or fall collection yet. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not that far ahead. <laughs> anyway. Okay, oh, so um, you. yeah, if you guys, I, I think I say this every time, hardly anyone ever takes me up on it. Anything, anything slide. Okay. We will. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Have a Bye good guys. Bye. Bye.